emotion. And this one is based off one of my club coaches um, who had a really, really, really good um, text conversation with last night following her game. And it really resonated with me because her comments um, took me back to when I was in her same spot, um, younger coach, um, and learning how to how to coach and how to help um, players through the tough times. Um, a lot of us, as most of us know, as coaches, when things are going well, you know, you feel like, man, I can almost do anything. I can sub a kid wherever I need to. I'm saying the right things. We're scoring. We're getting results. And it's the adversity, the times when your team struggles, when they get tons of shots but they can't score, or um, defensively just small little breakdowns that you're just not used to seeing. And how do you continue to not get um, so caught up? And one of the comments she made was, when they are struggling, their hearts are broken. You can see it on their faces. You can see it in their, their demeanor, their body language. And I hurt as much as they do. And I struggle because what can I do to help fix them? Or not necessarily fix them, but to put them in a better mindset so that they can continue to battle and pick themselves up and get back to their winning ways. And I thought it was really, really, really cool that she said this because, number one, that's when you know you're a good coach. When you care that much that when it hurts in your gut, that your group is struggling and you know they're not doing well. Um, that's why, number one, I was super excited when she said that. Uh, I was like, that's that's what you need. That's what I want in my club at Eclipse FC is, is coaches that care. And I know across the board, that's what I have. Um, and I know if I t- when I talk to coaches, I have similar comments from them that it's, you know, the results are not there and it's, you know, it's killing me because I know that, they're playing really well and that we could get better results or, you know, we're just making small errors if we can fix those. Like, that's what coaching is all about and that's what I, I love about our coaches here at Eclipse FC. And what I said back to my club coach about just that emotional thing is the ability to go to that next level. As the coach, and this is something I, it took me time, and that's what I told her. I said it took me years, seasons, to kind of keep, to actually literally on purpose think when things were going badly or there was a struggle, what could I do as a coach to give them input, be it, be their cheerleader at that time? Or can I start talking about what's coming up next? So we miss a shot. So now my next comment is, hey, let's get our good first touch. Good first touch. If we have an opportunity to score, then go to goal. Or if it's defensively, reminding them, hey, in those situations, remember, we don't want to dive in when we're closer to goal. Just stay in front of the ball. Just small little reminders so that when they look at you, the emotion isn't coming out. And for me, when I was a younger coach, my emotion was coaching like I was still a player on the field. So I was very much a yeller. Um, I was very intense. And now I've realized that, hey, when things happen, I take a breath. I literally think about it. I take a breath and I look out and I go, okay, what what can I do? Like I said, do I give positive feedback as to, hey, that 
that's exactly what we want. Like when the shots miss, hey, that's where I want you at. That's a great decision to shoot it. Continue to do that. Like just those small little reminders um, allows the players to realize, like I'm not so focused on um, the here and the now. We're continuing to work to go forward, um, and that's something that I think as coaches is a is tough. And I think that's one. That's what I taught us, and that's the biggest. I think the psychological side for coach and for coaching the player is the most difficult thing to deal with. And even last night in my U15 girls game that I coached, I had my, my number nine, my striker, come off, and she was, like, frustrated, emotional, tears. And it's been a continual work throughout the year. But what we continue to do is I keep giving positive feedback, like that she's doing exactly what I want her to do, keep shooting, keep making those great runs that you're doing and putting yourselves in positions to be successful. And then, you know, a pat on the back, a quick arm around the sh- around her and say, look, keep your head up. You're doing great. Um, I really love what you're doing out there. Like continually just to keep build them up uh, and what have you. Those are the little conversations. Those are the things that like I told my younger coach, I told her just you are the role model for the younger, for these boys. So when they struggle, they're going to look over to you and they're going to see you with a with a, your head up, with a smile on your face. And you're going to be coaching them, saying, hey, look at me real quick. Everything's okay. Let's move on. Um, that's been a big thing for, um, for as that we get older or I've gotten older and my players have gotten older that you don't have time to worry about the fact that you were at the six and you shot the ball directly over the, um, the goal. You know, that people do that all the time. People do it in the pros. But what you have to do is that mental strength is just to be able to flip and go, okay, it's gone to a goal kick. What can I do now? Are we going to press? Are we going to allow them to keep the ball? Um, where has, where has the goalkeeper's goal kick gone? Um, has it always been down the middle? Is it going out to the side? Can we, if we they play short, where have they been playing? Like those are the things that, as a coach, I need to be thinking about because at the younger ages, boys and girls are playing based on adrenaline and emotion. They don't have the capacity to understand that. Oh, that was just a mistake. That's our no. They it actually like when they miss one, that's all that they can focus on for that second. So it's my job from the sideline to be reminding them of the expectations and what is coming up next. Um, read the read the body language of the keeper as to where they're going to play it, um, or talking to them positionally, or hey, make sure that you back them up, or great run, or all the little things like that. Um, but again. These mini rants, and I love having these conversations with my coaches because that's what I want to be as a director of coaching is kind of a sounding board, and I don't have all the answers. That's what I said, too. I wish there was an easy answer um, to the ups and downs of youth soccer and dealing with players. There isn't. Uh, It's the same thing with parenting. It's the same thing with me in the classroom. Uh, just when you think you've got it figured out, you're going to be hit with something else that comes up. Um, you know, a kid gets injured, now all of a sudden you got to put players maybe in a different position than they're used to playing. 
or you know kids go you know whatever there's always things that are out of your control and the big thing that you can control is as a coach you can control your emotions so be excited when the team's playing well um but also be supportive um as to what what you're trying to accomplish um in the games in practices uh and one other thing that I kind of pointed out to her is sometimes when you're struggling and the focus is so like uh, so focused on the on winning and doing well and and what have you hit kind of a bump where you're struggling. Those are the times to sometimes take a break and at a practice session make it less um, like regimented and a little bit more fun um, focused. So one of those where maybe it's do some relay races or you do um, a soccer game where the ball is in their hands and they're throwing it around Um, so almost like an ultimate frisbee type game something that just kind of takes away where you're not continually pounding and pounding and pounding them because our players even as young as eight and seven and what have you are smart enough to know when they're not getting it done and when they know that they could be playing better the kids are smart um, and they don't need to be continually reminded over and over again by their coach because, and what have you, because I can guarantee parents are in the car giving their two cents as well. That's when you have to say, look, let's just kind of break this up. Like, we're kids. Let's have some fun with it, like I talked about the other day. Let them run around, enjoy it a little bit, and then maybe that's what kind of takes away some of the pressure uh, and the, you know, the anger and the emotion, the frustration that's going on with them, and they can focus uh, moving forward. I know this one was a longer one. I like to try to keep them in that five-minute range. But this one spoke to me because I've been there. If you're a coach and you haven't been here, then you're like a, a – I would probably call you a liar. I think everyone has had has been in that moment where you have coached, and it's all emotion. And when you get done, you're, you're just drained. And – one of the things that I think that takes coaches, and for me, who's continually, continually trying to get better, and I'm still growing, is you become more relaxed. You become more of a coach versus a like a player coach, where you're on the field and your emotion is doing all the talking. And I think that is a huge, huge transition point for coaches. And I hope that's something that. If you haven't got there yet, that's something that you think about now mindfully on the sidelines. Be be um, disciplined. Be on purpose, like purposeful coaching from the sidelines where you're not just default, where you're just reacting. Um, same thing with yelling at refs and all those other little things that go on. I don't talk to refs for the most part unless it's a blatant uh, thing that I feel like has occurred two or three times. Then I'm like, okay. I'm going to just mention something. Uh, whereas before, if that first foul, I'd start blowing up and acting a fool. Well, then guess what? My players do the same thing. So the emotion thing is they look to us, your body language, your uh, the words that you use, your personality, the excitement, the ups and downs that you show exactly is how your team will kind of feed off of. So emotional coaching, it's there to work to take that emotion and kind of pull it back and be the coach um, that you know that you can be. This 
This is Karen with Eclipse FC, Train to Develop. Play to win.